Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 134 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by Destinations with Character Travel. I'm Seth. And I'm Carly. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as what's going on in our own lives. So, Carly, we've missed you the last couple yes, of weeks. Uh, I had I had to fly solo last week, and uh, it was not nearly as much fun as as doing this show with you. So, how and where have you been? Yeah. So, if you've noticed, I'm a little bit tanner. I went on my first sailing with Holland America, and it was amazing. I've uh, cruise all growing up that it's been about six years since my last cruise and my first time with them. And I have to say it was incredible. The service, the food, it was awesome. Highly recommend them. And then I went to Disney world after I docked in Fort Lauderdale to do the uh, tower of terror, 10 miler and meet my family. And unfortunately I I did not wake up for the race, but I made great family memories (laughs) That's so, that's what's more important. You bonded. Was, yes. So I had a great time. And uh, yes, so it was awesome. What about you? It sounds fantastic. Well, we're so happy to have you yes. back. Um, I, I I did not go on a cruise, unfortunately. Uh, um, I, uh, I did get to spend uh, a little time uh, with my co-author, Lillian. Um, she uh, writes the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World with kids. She was down here for a research trip. And we got to have a really wonderful dinner at Haleo and see uh, Cirque du Soleil uh, drawn to life. It was my second time seeing it. And I will say uh, the very first time I saw it, uh, I loved the show, but I was a little annoyed at some of the more theme parky elements. Um, uh, they they kind of talk at a certain point in the show. Um, and I like Cirque du Soleil best when they're not trying to speak English. Um, but uh, I did notice either either I was in a better mood after our uh, big meal at Haleo, or they've made some very slight tweaks to the show. But the bits that really annoyed me the first time uh, didn't bother me as much this time. And uh, it's still a really, really great show. So um, I, I definitely give a thumbs up to uh, the new Cirque show over at yes. Disney Springs. That's, um, that's good to know. I saw it once when it first opened mm-hmm. for that preview, and I loved it. I've seen a lot of Cirque du Soleil shows, mostly the ones in Las Vegas. And I really liked it. And I'm going for my second viewing in a couple of weeks. So awesome. I'm excited. Enjoy see how I, you know, change my opinion on it. Yeah. Cir- Cirque is one of those companies where you can see their shows, you know, each time you see it from a different seat, um, it, it feels like a different show. Um, I saw it the last time from far back in the theater, which gives you a, a really good perspective on uh, the scope of it, the scale, and you can see the, the, the acts up in the air really, uh, really, you know, kind of widescreen. But uh, sitting up close, I was in like the third row this time, and wow. uh, you get a lot more intimate uh, interaction with the the performers. Can see a lot of cute details, like um, the uh, the villain of the piece, uh, this lady made out of garbage, um, <laughs> carries a little purse um, that uh, is made out of a giant pink eraser, and it says on it "Miss Hesitation." And I couldn't see that uh, the first time I saw the show yeah, sitting in the back. So. Yeah, wow. So little, some neat little details you get to see. Uh, so yeah, uh, you should you should definitely enjoy that. Um, so normally this is where we jump right into the news. However, this week uh, we've got a brand new sponsor, um, and uh, I would like Carly to tell you folks all about them. Yes. So we have a new sponsor. It is Aura Frames and they are the world's smartest digital picture frame. So you've probably seen those frames that have, you know, they're preloaded with your favorite family memories on it and it kind of runs in rotation. Uh, Well, Aura Frames, they have a really modern design in itself and the display, they're known for it being really sharp, bright and vivid. And it's also really easy to set up, which is great if you are gifting it to maybe to an older member of your family or, you know, a grandma who wants to have their grandkids pictures on there. And uh, so it's been recommended by 130 plus gift guides and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things, three years running. So they are also wire cutters, number one pick in digital picture things and have been recommended by the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and just a ton of high-end home decor publications. And, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. 
So this could be that perfect gift. And it's easy for you because each frame comes in a beautiful gift box. There's no wrapping required. And so there's an Aura app. So basically you could privately share photos anywhere. So if you are setting this up for someone in your family, you can kind of go in and invite other family members and they can contribute and add photos too. So this is really cool. They have unlimited photo and video storage. There's no subscription or any sort of hidden fees. So once you purchase it, that's all you're paying. You're not paying a monthly fee to access the app. And usually around the holidays, Christmas, Mother's Day, they are known to completely sell out. So if you want to be the star of your next family gathering and have everyone talking with the best gift, you can visit their site and it is Aura Frames, A-U-R-A-F-R-A-N-E-S dot com. Thank you so much uh, to Aura Frames for your support. Uh, and now, without any further ado, let's get into the news. We're going to start out this week with something that could be really uh, big news for citizens of Central Florida area. Disney World has earmarked 80 acres for affordable housing development and will be uh, building more than 1,300 housing units uh, with creative Disney touches uh, in southwest Orange County, Florida, not far from Flamingo Crossing. Um, and these are going to be uh, for... Um, lower income residents uh and including disney cast members but also the general public yeah this is really cool so again it's not just for cast members and uh disney's going to work closely with a third-party affordable housing developer so they're kind of the experts in that world and then disney will of course bring their you know innovation and attention to detail. So we're hoping for some little Disney magic touches along the way. The uh, rendering looks really cool. Kind of reminds me of maybe Disney Springs-ish or- I, Exactly. Yeah. I was I was going to say, um, you know, it looks very much like Disney Springs or some of the updates going on to uh, uh, downtown Disney and Disneyland. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, there's, there's water, there's a lot of green space. Um, and then uh, kind of these traditional styled uh, buildings. Um, and it's all, uh, like I said, um, near Flamingo Crossing. So you'll have access to that shopping area. And of course, it's really convenient to the, uh, the Disney attractions for people who are going to work there. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like such a good location because if you rely on public transportation, I think this is also kind of a win-win. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we don't have specific details on exactly what affordable means. There are uh, standards in the state of Florida for uh, for what that means, uh, but we don't know exact pricing or, or you know layouts of any of these apartments yet. Um, but this is kind of part of a program that Disney's doing it in various locations, um, making investments in affordable housing. They've also uh, in Anaheim, California, um, been working with the Buena Esperanza project. Uh, which is converted studio apartments into a community for veterans and homeless individuals. Uh, that's planned to be complete early summer, uh, 100 units in Anaheim. Um, so, uh, and they also uh, make do donations, uh, hundreds of million dollars uh, through the Disney Volunteers Program. Yeah, I mean, I think this is just so important because we know that you know, Orlando is a tourist hub, but mm -hmm. it wouldn't be anything without the amazing people that work, not just at Disney World, but, you know, yeah. in all the restaurants and everywhere. And so they don't want to be traveling an hour and a half into work each day for their commute. So it, it's becoming a real issue. You know, all right. of the uh, the major theme parks in Orlando have been increasing their starting salaries, but it's just not keeping up with the increase uh, rents. You know, I hear all the time people saying that their their rent is going up hundreds of dollars each month um uh, you know huge percentage increases and there's it's not like you can just go uh down the block and rent from someone else because there's just not enough housing stock um for you know people who work entry-level jobs even e people who who work mid-level jobs um it's it's getting really hard to afford right. 
So hopefully this will kind of uh, kickstart a little competition in the, the apartment industry. Um, and we should also mention that uh, Universal Orlando announced uh, not long ago that it was doing its own affordable housing project, uh, 20 acres, 1,000 units um, near International Drive. Uh, and they're starting construction on that this year. So fingers crossed, uh, a little more affordable housing stock coming to Orlando because we need it. Absolutely. I mean, I think this is also up for approval, but hopefully yeah. it will happen and bring a little bit of comfort and convenience to the people that, you know, make the magic in the area. Absolutely. Next up, Disney Plus is now offering its subscribers discounts on Walt Disney World hotel rooms. This is the first time ever uh, that Disney Plus subscribers can get discounts of up to 25% off rooms and uh, select Walt Disney World Resort hotels. Yes. Um, now, it's really only... Yeah, it's uh, it's only 20. It's 25 percent only on the deluxe resorts and the villas. It goes down to 15 percent at the values and 10 percent at the uh, Fort Wilderness campsites. Um, but uh, if you don't have a Disney Plus subscription yet, maybe this is another good reason to get one. Right. Yeah. And so they did say if you want to sign up to get this deal, you could sign up and instantly access it as long as mm -hmm. it's all linked to your same Disney um, account email. And, you know, this is kind of along the lines of what Florida resident and annual pass holders get as their discount. So this is, I feel like, really attractive for people that maybe are planning their once a year trip from out of town. They don't have annual passes, but they likely probably have Disney Plus, you know. So if you are calling by phone, just know it does take one hour once you register for that Disney Plus account for it to be able to kind of get into the system and you'd access that discount. But you can also book multiple trips, which I was kind of surprised when I saw that. So if it is within that time period, you can book more than one trip. Yeah. And I'm the way I read this is that you just have to be a subscriber uh, when you are making your booking. So right. theoretically, you can sign up for uh, for a month or so, make your booking, you know, uh, arrange your vacation. And then, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that you're lo locked into having to subscribe to Disney Plus for life. Uh, though there is a lot of good content on there. Yes. I don't think you're going to arrive and they're going to ask you to pull up. Your... Oh, actually, you know what? Um, I am I am totally wrong. I stand corrected. In the fine print, it does say that proof of valid Disney Plus subscription oh. may be required at the time of arrival. Oh. So in addition to Don't when you book, at also the time of your arrival. So you're going to have to hold on to that subscription at least until you uh, check in at your hotel. But then you can go ahead and cancel it. Right. Yes. But you can start your <laughs> with lots of good movies. But, but seriously, you know, uh, Obi-Wan is coming out. Who would want to cancel? All right. Uh, next up, a frozen land is now under construction at Disneyland Paris Resort. Uh, they've finally broken ground on the upcoming frozen theme land that is going to immerse guests in the mythical Kingdom of Arendelle at uh, the Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris. Yes. So the experience will br will begin as guests kind of make their way along this promenade. There's going to be lush landscaping, themed gardens, and it kind of sounds absolutely perfect with the overall vibe and aesthetic of Disneyland Paris already. I mean, it's mm -hmm. I think it's one of the most magical looking fairy tale like Disney parks there are. Uh, the new prom promenade will transition point for guests to enter the kingdom of Arendelle and be fully immersed in the environment. And there is going to be, which I'm really excited about, an Art Nouveau-style table service restaurant that's going to have kind of panoramic views of the water mm -hmm. lake, and it's going to be table service. So I think this is really exciting for Disneyland Paris because the table service dining <laughs> dramatically needs improvement. Absolutely. Yeah, this is a huge restaurant. It's 250 <laughs> suite seats. That's a big restaurant. And in I, I will say... Uh, Having visited Disneyland Paris, there are lots of things I love about that resort. The food is not one of them. Um, it, in the the you've got Waltz, which just reopened, which is a fantastic restaurant. Um, counter service in that park, that whole resort leaves a lot to be desired. And in in the uh, Studios Park in particular, you've got a wonderful restaurant attached to the uh, Ratatouille ride, mm -hmm. and then a whole lot of nothing. Um, so this will definitely uh, definitely help out with the eating situation um and uh you know this is going to be looking out over this new lake uh that they are constructing and um 
the the centerpiece of this whole land is a 131 foot snow covered mountain uh, topped with uh, Elsa's ice palace, which should certainly be a lot more uh, dramatic uh, facade for uh, the attraction than than uh, you know the Norway Pavilion in Epcot is. Oh yes, and like to put into relation, 131 feet, Cinderella Castle is 180, and that's just the top of the peak. So if you kind mm -hmm. of imagine Cinderella Castle just without that top center. Yeah. That's going to be the mountain and it's going to be, you know, widespread. So I think that's going to be really cool. You know, just a new little focal point. Now, I don't I don't know if they've really uh, released in-depth details on what attractions are going to be involved. Mm -hmm. um, I think we were all assuming that uh, that big mountain is going to have a uh, version of the boat ride that we have here in Epcot. Um, and. There also mentions a new outdoor attraction that will take guests on a journey with characters from the Frozen animated movies. So I guess we're going to have to wait and see some more details on that. But of course, there's going to be uh, shops and uh, and eating and um, all the things you need to make a land in a Disney park. Um, uh, and um, this is uh, just part of the expansions going on there. They've got an Avengers campus, which is opening up this summer. Uh, they're renovating the Disneyland Hotel, and they've got the 30th anniversary celebration uh, going on right now. So check in with Destina Destinations with Character Travel. It sounds like a good time to be visiting Disneyland Paris. Yes, there's a lot going on, and Disney Village definitely needs that upgrade, too. So it's going to be awesome. They're going to shine. Mickey and Friends X Camp, an extra big adventure as immersive experience is opening in new york city um, it will open on may 28th at the camp retail and media center's flagship store on fifth avenue and it is a family-friendly immersive play world featuring mickey and friends yeah so this seems really cool totally for the family and uh, participants will be guided through a narrative driven and interactive adventure by a camp counselor. So your family will be immersed in the Disney magic. There's going to be slides, zip, bounce, and dance through themed environments. So this sounds really cool. I don't even know what I could possibly compare it to without seeing more pictures, but there's going to be photo ops and uh, I think they're going to have a lot of merch too. So I think this is really fun if you're uh visiting new york or you're up mm -hmm. in that area and you want to get your uh, disney fix yeah it, it, it sounds like sort of like a cross between one of these pop-up instagram museums meets yeah. a family entertainment center um and you know with a big dash of quote-unquote disney magic um uh it's it's a one-hour immersive experience and they say it's appropriate for ages two and up um though there are flashing lights and loud noises um, but you're going to be able to uh, buy tickets for this um, starting on April 15th. Uh, but if you're a D23 or DVC member, uh, you can go online right now and be part of the pre-sale. Um, I, I personally am not very familiar with the Camp brand, but if you want to learn more about them, uh, you can find out at camp.com. Are you a Camp fan? I did not ever hear of the brand until I read this story the other day. And I was like, I consider myself pretty up on what's going on. I have never heard of them. So maybe when I'm home over the summer, I will borrow one of my cousins and check yes. it out. <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, uh, this if, if neither of us really knew about camp beforehand, but now we're interested, uh, this, this uh, advertising is working. Yes. Um, and this is actually uh, going to be... Uh, the first of several Disney-themed camp experiences in 2022. Uh, after its temporary visit to the Fifth Avenue New York location, it's going to go to other camp locations across the country. So stay tuned. Um, next up, uh, another interactive experience in New York. This one, themed to Batman, uh, is coming to Spyscape in New York City. Batman X Skyscape is an all-new interactive Batman experience from Warner Brothers-themed entertainment, DC, and Spyscape, and it's going to put fans in the middle of a Gotham City mystery when it launches in New York City this summer. Yeah, so uh, if you're familiar with the, the Spyscape Spy Museum, which is in Midtown Manhattan, this is going to give visitors opportunities to uncover their spy skills through physical and digital experiences based on spy and superhero narratives. So this is really cool if you're a huge 
Batman fan to kind of get involved, there's going to be a uh, top secret mission that will challenge guests to infiltrate Leviathan, an underworld organization intent on disrupting the superhero and supervillain communities. Yeah. So this is another, I mean, we just see every week, I feel like there's a new immersive experience coming yeah. somewhere around the world. So I guess this is what the future is for us. Yeah. Bat Batman is uh, definitely having a moment right now. Yes. And uh, this is going to let you team up with Oracle, better known as Barbara Gordon or Batman. Um, and you're going to both uh, interact with uh, physical experiences and also be able to use an augmented reality app um, to gather intel and communicate with Gotham City characters. Um, and uh, it's got an original narrative written by uh, Gail Simone, who uh, writes Batgirl and Wonder Woman. Um, so uh, definitely some authentic uh, comic roots there. Um, if you want to head on over to our website and read the article, you can find a link to sign up for early access to this event. Uh, there's going to be more details coming out soon. Yes, I think this is cool. They have kind of an all-star team behind them, so you know it's going to be done right. All right, this is very exciting. The Super Nintendo World Store is now open at Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, as of April 8th, the Universal Studios Hollywood's feature presentation store, which is located just inside the park's main gates, is now featuring Super Nintendo World merchandise, getting us all ready for the opening of Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood in 2023. Yes, this is so exciting. Um, if you were at the park, visited in last fall, they had kind of a pop-up. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the same merch is back. Uh, some of the character tees, the hat, some of the um, Super Nintendo World branded merch. But now there's more stuff, according to the photos. Uh, and I'm really excited. It was really hard to not buy every single item <laughs> last fall. So I just kept kept it cool with a keychain and a uh, Nintendo World shirt. So this is very exciting. It's when you enter Universal Studios Hollywood, it's just on the right. The mm -hmm. So it's across from the main studio store. And this is this is exciting. It's getting us kind of ready for next year. Yeah, they've got new camps, shirts, uh, plush characters that feature Mario, Luigi, Bowser, Yoshi, Princess Peach, and even more. Um, the one item that I, I haven't seen uh, on sale yet is the power-up bands, uh, which are yeah. these uh, magic band style wristbands that you're going to be able to use to interact with the land. Uh, looks like they're holding that off a little closer um, till uh, the attraction's ready to open. But uh, this is definitely definitely revving up the hype machine. Um, we don't have an exact date for the actual land to open. It's sometime in 2023, but you know, I hear whispers that they might try to do some previews or soft openings uh, before the end of this year. So yes, that's definitely cool. excited to see that. Me too. Yeah. And I know they're probably trying to get their technology up to date. You know, the Universal Studios Hollywood app hasn't always been the most user friendly. I think my oh, loaded in there. So they have some time because yeah. it's such an important element of the land, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've seen great things about the, uh, the augmented reality and interactivity that you can do at Super Nintendo World in in uh, Japan. And I'm really excited for all that to make its its way over to this country. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, Coney Island has opened early for the 2022 season. Um, it moved up the opening date of the iconic New York uh, amusement park or amusement area. Um, and thrill seekers uh, are now welcome uh, as of April 2nd. Um, the, uh, the season reopening kicked off with the annual egg cream christening of the Coney Island cyclone, uh, honoring the roller coaster's 95th year. Yes. And so the first 95 guests got to ride for free and they also were given a complimentary egg cream. Have you ever had an egg cream? I, I, I have, um, I do not uh, have actual egg in my egg creams. Uh, uh, if you're not from the New York area, an egg cream is like a, a chocolate soda. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Traditionally made with you bets chocolate syrup, mm -hmm. which no one outside the New York, New Jersey area no, has ever I, heard of. <laughs> it's, it's like carbonated milkshake. -y. That's yes. What I did. yes. And it's, 
it's wonderful. Uh, but I really hope that they had that after the ride, not before. Because can oh. you imagine like drinking an egg cream and then getting on the cyclone? It's just spray oh in every direction. <laughs> that would that would not be good. Not be good. No, no. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, so Luna Park in Coney Island uh, reopened, and as well on April 10th, which is. Well, tomorrow from when we're recording this, or probably yesterday for when you're listening to it, right. um, April 10th is the opening day for Deno's Wonder Wheel Park um, and the, uh, the traditional uh, Wonder Wheel celebrating its 102nd anniversary, uh, allowing the first 102 guests to ride. Can you imagine a ride that's over 100 years old? No. I mean, these are just such historic places that mm -hmm. if you are ever find yourself in Manhattan, take the subway, go there just to see it because it's really like, it's a time capsule. Yeah. Uh, and speak, speaking of time capsule, um, the Coney Island History Project is going to have a booth set up uh, in front of the park. Um, and they are also going to be showing films depicting the area's past uh, for free um, on weekends and holidays from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, between Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend. So that's a great way of checking out the the past of this, you know, very important historic area. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the Brooklyn Cyclones are back, too. That's their minor league baseball team. And then they're going to be doing uh, family-friendly promotional nights that are going to take place throughout the season. They're going to have even a Peppa Pig appearance. Exciting. There's going to be a Looney Tunes night, DC Comics Superhero Day. So it's back. Baseball is back. Coney Island yep. is back. So it should be a fun summer. And while you're there, you might want to check out the New York Aquarium's newly completed Play Aquarium. Uh, it's opening up this spring, and it's going to be the aquarium's first uh, bilingual English-Spanish installation. So uh, your kids can uh, learn how animals communicate underwater and uh, help some scientists search for bioluminescent fish, which Ooh, sounds fun. Sounds fun, yeah. So yeah, the uh, the amusement attractions um, are all going to be open uh, by April fifteenth through April twenty fourth, and then it's going to run weekends through Memorial Day, and then seven days a week uh, starting May twenty seventh through the end of the season. So um, Coney Island, if you get a chance, check it out. Yes, it's a must. Also, if you happen to be in South Korea, check out Lottie World. Uh, that amusement park um, has operated in Seoul since 1989, and now they have a second Lottie World uh, in Busan. Uh, opening Mar it opened as of March 31st, Lottie World Adventure Busan. Yes, and this place looks really whimsical. I love the designs and the pictures that we've seen. So it has this kind of garden aesthetic. Mm -hmm. uh, took them five years to design and construct it. And it is definitely a colorful contrast to the gray tone coloring of the Busan, you know, urban landscape. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, it, the park features six theme zones. Uh, there's the River Village of Tinker Falls, uh, which has a uh, Ogre's Flume ride, um, Rainbow Springs, Wonder Woods, which features a Mac Power Splash, and uh, the first roller coaster restaurant in Asia, um, Queen's Lorry Royal Garden, Joyful Meadows, uh, the Thrill Seekers Paradise of Underland, um, which features a giant swing and a giant digger multi-looping coaster. Um, and yeah, all of this, uh, it's, you know, very unique, very Korean. You know, they're not IPs that uh, Americans are going to necessarily uh, recognize, though there is a family ride inspired by Tchaikovsky's Swan Lake. So, you know, there are not a lot of theme parks around the world with ballet themed attractions. No, and I'm excited for uh, the roller coaster restaurant. So our friends that, that go to Alton Towers, mm -hmm. I'm sure they've been. I haven't been, but it is high on my list as soon as I get over to the UK next. So if you're not familiar with a roller coaster restaurant, your food is delivered on a roller coaster track to you. It's and so amazing. Now, yeah, so I think this is the first one in Asia because I think they're in mm -hmm. Germany, UK. So I, that's kind of an exciting addition. Yeah, I can't believe we don't have one of those uh, in Orlando yet. Seems seems natural, right? <laughs> Make it happen, please. <laughs> so uh, if you are interested, um, make sure you go online to adventure.latiworld.com before you head over there because admission tickets for the first few weeks have already sold out. Looks like it's going to be really popular. Um, and uh, if you do want to go to Busan, uh, I 
you might not want to take the train. That's a zombie movie joke for <laughs> some of you out there. Next up, Sesame Street Kids Weekends is returning to Bush Gardens Williamsburgs. Uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg is got Sesame Street Kids Weekend in full swing now, uh, running every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this month through April 24th. From everyday heroes to furry friendships, uh, they have themed weekends geared to youngsters featuring dance parties, a flower maze, crafts, and the fan favorite show, Let's Play Together. Yes, so there's going to be more than, you know, 15 family-friendly rides and shows are already in the park. So, and then this was a good time to visit because of their mm -hmm. multi-launch coaster. So, kind of something yeah. for the adults, for the thrills, and then we have the kids entertained. So, it's it's a good time to visit uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Yes, absolutely. You can uh, drop the kids on Grover, Grover's Alpine Express, which is the little kiddie coaster. Yeah. And then you can head on over to uh, Pantheon, which opened up on March 25th. Um, so, uh, this weekend right now from the 8th to the 10th is Everyday Heroes Weekend, um, which features a scavenger hunt with Super Grover. Uh, Easter weekend, you get to join Elmo and Cookie Monster, uh, with some Easter themes, arts and crafts. And April 22nd through the 24th is Furry Friendship Weekend featuring Abby, Rosita, and Zoe. Yes, this is the time to go. So uh, children ages three to five can get a limited time preschool pass, and this will mm -hmm. allow for unlimited admission, which is really cool. And it also includes uh, the water park, Water Country USA. And the pass is available through October 31st, 2022, mm -hmm. this year. And you can kind of just register online, pay at the park by, I think, May 31st, after mm -hmm. the card and you know, it's it's the time to go there now. There's just, there's they're really doing well, especially with their festivals they've been having lately really amping up their seasonal offerings which is exciting to see yeah and they've they're also running right now a 20 percent off spring sale on uh their memberships uh their seasonal passes um so uh head on over to bushgardens.com for all of the details and uh brian chimes in Yes, I have a soft spot also for uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg. I went to college in William and Mary, and uh, Bush Gardens was the first theme park I ever worked for. So I haven't been there in, in way too long. I miss it. Same. I know. It's, I almost feel guilty because we're from up there. I'm like, I have to get there. Know. You know? Mythica, World of Mythical Creatures, is getting its first new attraction at Legoland Windsor on April 30th. The Magical Forest Immersive Walkthrough Experience is opening up in Legoland Windsor Resort, um, at joining the uh, existing attractions in the Mythica World of Magical Creatures land. Yes, yeah, so kids and grown-ups can delight in this self-guided walkthrough as they meet weird and wonderful characters built from Lego bricks. So there's going to be Bits and Bobs, Flower Horn, Baby Lava Dragons, and this is all set in the world fueled by imagination. Yeah, so this is a, a physical environment that you can walk through, but there's also going to be augmented reality opportunities that you can use your smartphone to interact with uh, the environment, playing a Venus flytrap game and watching the bits and bobs come to life. Um, there's going to be lots to discover, uh, including a mysterious lava dragon cave where lava dragons will swoop and sail overhead. That sounds pretty impressive. Yes, this sounds amazing. Maybe we'll see it in Legoland US properties soon. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is part of the Mythica land, um, which in, uh, in Legoland Windsor sort of uh, has similar attraction to the Lego movie land that we have in yes. the uh, Florida park because it's got a 4D flying theater, uh, which is uh, themed to the flight of the skyline. Um, it's also got a the fire and ice freefall drop tower and Hydra Challenge water ride. Uh, so basically the same basic styles of attractions right. uh, that we have in our Lego Movie Land, but just uh, with the Mythica theme. Uh, so this will really flesh that area out and, and give it something unique. Um, tickets to Legoland Windsor start at only £29 or $38. Um, and you can find out more about it by visiting legoland.co.uk. All right, you better lace up your uh, running shoes. Oh, because 
yeah if you miss you missed out on your your tower of terror uh 10 10k 10 mile 10 miles uh, well lord of the rings has a virtual challenge where fitness meets fantasy uh, the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy is the inspiration for a new virtual fitness challenge that puts the fate of the one ring in the hands and feet of participants with the goal of taking it all the way to Mordor. And oh boy, are you going to have to travel a long way to complete this new five challenge event from uh, The Conqueror, creators of the virtual challenges in international gamified fitness events and Warner Brothers consumer products. Yes. So my jaw kind of dropped when I saw what these uh, Lord of the Rings challenge and trail links were. So <sighs> the first challenge, so this is just the first one, starts at 145 miles or that's 233 kilometers. And that's just the first one. <laughs> yeah. The, then... <laughs> the, the, so the idea of this is that you are replicating the journey that the characters take, uh, that Frodo and Samwise take all the way from Bag End in the Shire, all the way to the the fires of Mount Doom, um, and you know, reading the books, um, you know, they, it goes on forever. They walk and they walk and they walk. Right. But someone has figured out using the the maps that J.R.R. Tolkien drew exactly how long those distances were. And oh my gosh, uh, 145 miles is only the first challenge. Right. All right, and that only takes you from Hobbiton to Bree. Uh, yeah. I think it's important to note, you can also bike, swim. So uh, biking might be your best bet if you want to get this done before, you know, maybe the next couple decades. Oh, yes. But <laughs> there are different, uh, there are different uh, uh, numbers that you have to hit depending on your, your transportation methods. So, for instance, the second challenge, which is taking you from the Prancy Pony to the Doors of Durin. If you're walking, uh, hiking, running, swimming, whatever, you only have to do 98 miles. No problem, totally. right? Yeah, that's only like four marathons. No big deal. But if you are cycling, you have to go 680 miles yes. or 1,094 kilometers. Okay. Now, you haven't even gotten to the Mines of Moria yet. Uh, the Mines yeah. of Moria, that's 40 miles. And if you okay. want to do it authentically, yeah. you have to do it underground. Um, I just added that. That's not actually part of it. Uh, you want to make it to the Eye of Sauron. That's another 95 miles on foot or 668 miles uh, on a cycle. And finally, uh, it's, you know, if by that time, just making it from Mordor to Mount Doom, easy. 282 miles. No problem. So easy. I think yeah. you have pretty much circled the entire globe by the time you, you finish this off, right? But... Yes. I mean, I will say the metals are very cool. Yeah, if you manage to complete it for each portion of the journey, you get a tailor-made medal and uh, you get a ring at the end of the first challenge. Um, you get five medals for completing all five. Um, yeah. And you also get stories and postcards along the way to kind of help motivate you to keep going. Um, but yeah, this is this is epic. This is if yeah, if anyone I, is listening and wants to participate in this, please uh, share share your journey with us. I mean, this um, is, I feel like this could go TikTok viral if someone is trying to do this. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You could I, you could totally start a a, a web series about this. Right. Um, I, I would definitely tune in because this is pretty crazy. And so, if you want to do it, you can also enlist friends. And so basically all of your activity is going to be tracked via mm -hmm. an app on your Android or Apple device. And, you know, they are also trying to be eco-friendly aspect to their challenge. So for every 20% of a trail each participant completes, the conqueror will plant a tree or stop 10 plastic bottles from entering the ocean. So you're doing good too. That's really cool. So, um, you can uh, sign up either for just one challenge or you can sign up for the whole bundle of five. Uh, and this is for a limited time only. So if you want more details about this, go to theconquerorevents.com. And our last pit, uh, our last bit, I can speak English today. Really, I can. Our last bit of news in the queue is behind the scenes photos from the Jumanji Dark Ride, which opened today, April 9th. Uh, this is located in the Gardaland Resort in Italy. 
and it looks really amazing. Um, yeah. You know, we we associate these kind of e-ticket dark rides with Universal or Disney parks. Um, this is a great example of an independent Euro European park um, building something that that looks to compete with those kind of uh, attractions. Right. And if you kind of looked at pictures or have seen any of the previews, it's kind of the ride vehicles remind me a lot of Dinosaur or Indiana. Mm -hmm. Indi yes, they're like baby versions of the uh, the indie movers. Um, yes. Absolutely. So, so since Italy is significantly ahead of us in time, I started looking for some YouTube point of view videos. Oh, yes. Nothing came nothing up. Yet. Yet. No, nothing right. yet. Nothing yet. So hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we'll at least get to see or get a little yeah. taste of what you can experience on this attraction but I yeah like i do know uh, one of the designers is on my twitter feed and he posted a, a photo of the outside this morning saying that it was finally open so oh, wow. um it's uh it's it's interesting so it's it's a dark ride uh, 940 feet of track um you've got a mix of uh physical effects audio video effects um, some really big creatures. There's this giant hippopotamus uh, that you can see big enough to swallow a person. Um, and uh, the signature animatronic is the stone giant, uh, which you're going to uh, narrowly escape uh, in the jungle. Um, he's got a big mouth with lots of teeth, and he's also got a big hand that I think this kind of grabs out at you. Um, there's also spiders. Um, and all sorts of other creepy crawlies uh, that will try to stop you in your mission. It's a $121 million uh, ride, which is a big investment for a European park. And they've even got um, four Jumanji-themed suites in their Gardaland Hotel if you want to live the Jumanji adventure overnight. Yes. I think if I'm going, I would want to do that because I want to yeah. be fully immersed in it. Absolutely. This looks amazing. I, like I said, I can't wait to see some video that comes out because I have high hopes for it, especially with the price tag that we're going to be getting a really awesome e-ticket attraction. Yeah. You know, I, um, in my European trips, you know, um, uh, pa Disneyland Paris, obviously, there are great mm -hmm. parks in Germany, but I've never really had uh, uh, Italy on my radar. But, you know, this this might change that next, yes, next time. I, I agree with you. Yeah, You don't really, uh, you know, think of that. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that is about it for the news in the queue this week. Uh, but before we get into this week's main attraction, I think it's time for us to hear a quick word from our sponsor. Here at Destinations with Character Travel, we offer the best experience with your travels. Need to visit the thrilling Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World? Maybe lounge about on a Disney cruise or any other major cruise line? No problem. So if you're looking for a stress and hassle-free vacation, visit us at www.destinationswithcharacter.com. Contact us today and let us plan a magical vacation for you and your family. It's time for the main attraction! Okay, for this week's main attraction, the worst kept news in the theme park industry, <laughs> Gardens of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has an opening date of May 27th, 2022. Yes, um, it was it was let slip by one of the executives in a uh, social media post uh, not long ago. He was quickly deleted, but there are screenshots. Um, so it's no big surprise. May 27th, uh, which is... Uh, uh, Memorial Day weekend uh, is the grand opening for the long-awaited indoor roller coaster at Epcot themed to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, we have been waiting so long. So this is very, very exciting. Uh, so basically, if you are a Disney fan, I would be on the lookout for annual pass holder registration. We've only got a preview mm -hmm. email. We don't know when those links are going up. Uh, D23 members, however, can sign up for a special event uh, Tuesday, which is tomorrow, once this mm -hmm. goes live, and you'll get a chance to be one of the first to ride it. Thinking probably after the cast member previews, we'll have that. And then this mm -hmm. event, I think the D23 event is May 15th. It's actually a pretty good deal. You get, you know, a gift card and whatnot. And then we'll, you know, keep our eyes peeled for when those links drop for APs. Yeah, I'm I'm a D23 member. And I, I saw that. And at first I was like, no, I'm not paying to ride a ride that I can go ride for free in a couple of weeks. 
but um it includes a, a, a gift card for yeah. food for so that's like 20 bucks right off of the price right there right and yeah. um Pretty good deal. You know, if if considering, I'm sure that when when this ride actually opens, it's going to probably be individual Lightning Lane, and it's probably going to be about twenty bucks to ride it. Um, so uh, that doesn't sound like a bad deal. No, um, I, I will say, whenever I've tried to register for a very big deal D23 event like this, <laughs> I've never been able to get into it. There was I wanted no. to go on the Jungle Cruise one last summer at Disneyland, and mm -hmm. I was so excited I couldn't get in. So. Your best bet, if you can't get in, is the annual pass holder previews. Uh, yeah. A lot of people reached out to ask me about park reservations. If you get into an annual pass holder preview, it includes your park reservation. So you don't have to worry about, oh, I have to make a reservation too. If you can get into one of those annual pass holder previews, that's yeah. also taken care of. Yeah, that is, that's definitely uh, good to know. And uh, if again, if you're an annual pass holder, um, you know, those annual pass holder previews are limited. Um, they do book up. Um, and so this might also be a good time to go in and, you know, uh, maybe not make a, a reservation for the 27th, uh, because it, it, unless unless you have to be there for work-related purposes, you might yeah. want to wait a couple days. Um, but, you know, if, if you're looking to go to Epcot uh, in that last week of May or uh, first, first week of June, um, Grab those uh, park reservations now while they're still available, for sure. Yes. Um, they've wow. also released a teaser video, um, which is a little commercial uh, that maybe gives us a little hint of what the plot line is. It looks like time is rewinding and uh, the uh, Zandarians who have an outpost at Epcot are disappearing and they need the help of the Guardians to, uh, to rewind time. Um, what I thought was interesting is that's a really, really well-produced, I'm not going to play it for copyright reasons, right. but heading over to YouTube, it's a really well-produced commercial. And I wish I the, same folks, them. Yes, the same folks who did this should have done the first set of advertising for Star Wars uh, Galactic Star Cruiser, because they would have gotten a much more positive well, reception if this is the kind of footage that right. was out. I, this, especially this one, though we're losing time on, I watched a few times in a row because I was like, this is incredible. And that was my first thought too. I was like, Dang, they should have used this team yeah. for Galactic Star Cruiser. And the other one that starts with the uh, Mort version of the 50th anniversary commercial mm. is really cool. So they've, they've really done a good job to uh, yeah. hype us up and get us ready for May 27th. Now, um, something interesting. I know there, we've heard that footage for this attraction was being shot while they were uh, shooting the third Guardians of the Galaxy film. Uh, but at least for this commercial, it doesn't look like uh, Chris Pratt himself had anything to do with it. Uh, you see Star-Lord, but he's very, uh, yeah, in the mask. Uh, in the and I'm not even sure if that's Bradley Cooper doing um, uh, doing Rocket's Rocket. voice or not. It, it could be just a very, very good Bradley Cooper impersonator. Right. It's, it's a They're, little hard to tell. Um, I mean, these days you never know. There's such yeah. great voiceover actors that, you know. Yeah, well, you know, licensing is different for the actual attraction versus mm -hmm. the advertising for the attraction. Right. So a lot of times someone can be in the ride itself, but you're not going to see or hear them in the uh, commercials. Uh, but either way, you know, this is definitely... Uh, it's gotten me more hyped for the ride. Uh, you know, it's been so long since this has been under development and being teased uh, that, you know, some of my enthusiasm had worn off. But um, this commercial definitely kind of got me got me jazzed to stand in a ridiculously long line for this. Yeah. Or I'm wake up at 7 a.m. to hit a virtual queue button. Yes. I'm not looking forward. I've, that's just a rumor. I'm not that's not I'm not saying that's confirmed, but. Um, I think there's a good chance we could be going back to the bad old days of Rise of the Resistance with having to uh, do those 7 a.m. virtual boarding groups again. And I honestly, I didn't mind them. There is a sort of thrill to it when you were kind of gathered around, you know, the Blackfire outpost and everyone's screaming that got it. It was kind of exciting. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah there was like a communal thing when it was yeah. in the park. Um, and right. but then when it became just something that you would wake up at 7 a.m. at home, right. hit the button, be disappointed and just go back to sleep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of 7 a.m. mornings doing that. Yeah, but this, this is exciting. This is probably the first time I've been this excited for an attraction in a long time. Probably since Hagrid's. I know that we talked about yeah. that probably yeah. since then. So I am I am ready. I'm ready to defend the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
the uh you know the, it's it's been a long time coming from with this attraction it, it feels like every step along the way uh you know we've had some you know negative feedback when that uh the spaceship went uh that's the prop that sits out front when yeah. that went up people were complaining that it wasn't magically floating in the air <laughs> you know but uh we just saw um they they allowed a few people some influencer types yes. uh into the first room of the uh of the queue in the pre-show and there is this domed ceiling projection that's almost like a giant planetarium um that looks absolutely fantastic um and it, to me it it you know i know it's not it, we're never going to get back the epcot of 1982 but to me um that that room that we've seen footage of does have kind of that vintage epcot vibe of it does. that i got a little bit of horizons cuz that yeah. was my favorite yes. so yeah i i think we will be pleased with yeah and and i i have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of little easter eggs little references to hopefully universe of energy okay. and other you know old epcot attractions hidden throughout this um it might just be fan service uh but i'm i'm a fan and i don't mind being serviced right so. same <laughs> <laughs> okay well uh i think that is going to just about wrap it up for this week. Um, before we go, uh, I want to thank uh, our sponsor, Destination with Character Travel, once again, uh, and also thank our new sponsor, Aura Frames. And I also want to remind everyone to please head on over to Apple Podcasts to give us a review and also leave us a rating on Spotify. It does really help us get the word out. If you want to find more coverage from us and Attractions Magazine on the interwebs, you can find me on Twitter at the UG Series, uh, at the Unofficial Guides on Instagram, or at theunofficialguides.com. Carly, where can folks find you? Yes, so I am on Twitter at Carly Caramana and Instagram Adventures by Carly. And you can find attractionsmagazine.com, uh, at Attractions on Twitter, at Attractions Magazine on Instagram, and youtube.com attractions magazine uh, and until next week i hope all you folks stay safe try something new but most importantly have fun and we will see you all next time bye see you next week